Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree gonna begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, they get the taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. Now, fuck him. Fuck this. Because I'm from New York City, goddammit. Nobody take no cornbread from me. That go for you and any other you motherfucking farmers wanna try some shit. You fuck around with me, it's gonna be consequences and repercussions. Trey Frazier. I got my brother Maestro Styles here with me. Yes, sir. Welcome to another episode of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. I uh, want to give a special shout out to all of our Facebook Live viewers right now. Make sure y'all tune in on Facebook Live. Click the like button on the Facebook page. You can also follow us on YouTube and also on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Also on Twitter at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. Uh, happy Black History Month, man. <laughs> what a what a way to start off Black History Month, huh? Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got the I got the Black Father t-shirt with the with the fist hat going right now. Uh I'd love to talk about these games over the weekend. I'd love to get into Tom Brady's retirement, but uh that's that's not what's hitting right now. Uh we, we got some big news. Brian Flores uh, is suing the NFL for their hiring processes and discrimination and racism. Um, I don't know if you want to take the lead on this one, Maestro. Uh, I don't. I, I, I don't. <laughs> this, I think you are very excited. And in, 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 uh, in the short time we talked before we got on the show, um, I'll let I'll let go ahead and do your thing. So I so before the show, so I, I texted you a few hours ago. And I actually took that document. It's it's basically the legal document detailing yeah. everything that Brian Flores is accusing the NFL of. And I got it off of Twitter. Somebody posted it. I decided to copy paste it to you. I actually skimmed through some of it. I didn't read everything verbatim. Got home, got tied up with the kids. We went out to Target, came back and all that. So, um, but I, I kind of get the sense of what's happening and even after the show, I'll read more carefully about what's in it. But I think there's three things that need to be pointed out here. So let's start with let's start with the team that fired him a few weeks ago, the, the Miami Dolphins. So it's detailed in the in the legal document that the owner Stephen Ross paid was offering to pay Brian Flores $100,000 for every game that Brian Flores was to lose on purpose throughout the 2019 season, I believe, which was his rookie season as a coach. And the moment I saw that, 
I got to thinking, and you and I, we had this conversation a couple of years ago during that season. It was a game against the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Miami Dolphins. It was a Monday night game, if I if I remember correctly. Yeah. And all <clears throat> throughout that season, up to that game, I kept saying, yo, the Dolphins are throwing games. Like, they're tanking on purpose. And you kind of was – it was more like you was kind of with me, and then you was more like, eh, I just think they're just not a very good team, which they weren't. They, they weren't a very good team that particular year. But I remember that game, and, and, and I don't remember the actual play. It might have been a special teams play, but it was something where, for me, just kind of did it for me. Like, yo, these niggas are really, like, tanking the season. They're really losing games on purpose. And, and, and if there's any truth to this whole $100,000 that the owner – is offering to pay his coach for losing games on, you know, within his own franchise, then Stephen Ross has to forfeit this franchise. He has to forfeit his ownership um, as the owner of the Miami Dolphins. Now, I read something recently on Twitter that allegedly, it's just allegedly, that during that season, he partook in some gambling website around that same time that he was offering the coach to, you know, throw games, offering money to throw games. Mm -hmm. And again, if there's any truth to that, and that's connected to him telling Brian Flores, hey, I'm going to pay you some money, he's got to forfeit that team. He's got to forfeit the ownership of that football team, bro. I mean, that's about as messy as it gets. I mean, we, we talk about Washington football team messy, and I know we'll, we'll talk about them later in the show, but this is like, this, this is messy. Like this is, this is like Pete Rose level type of gambling, you know, against your team. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you gotta, you gotta get that man up out of there. If, if there's any um, truth to that. Let, so, I, so I know I, you want to respond to that. I know you want to respond. About to that. say, can so I, can I, can we, uh, yeah. So just for just for conversations purposes, for mm-hmm. for perspectives purposes, the um the Denver Denver the Miami Dolphins went four and twelve that year. Yeah. Um. Um. But they started like Owen. Yeah, nine? Owen. Owen seven, I believe it was. Um, Owen seven. I mean, I'm, I'm hold on. I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. Week one loss. Week two loss. Week three loss. Week four loss. Week five loss. Week six loss. Week seven loss. Week eight is their first win. So one and seven. So they okay. um So they lost seven so straight. They lost seven straight. The last loss was to Pittsburgh. Um, the mm. game that you were talking to talking yep. about. Yep. And then, then then they beat the uh Jets mm-hmm. and then they beat the Colts in two straight weeks. Then they were lost to the Bills, Dolphins, and you know, they're gonna lose some more, and then they won their last two games of the season against the yep. Bengals and the Patriots. So right. they went four and twelve. Um just let that is a total of one point two million dollars if uh that that uh Ross Offered to pay Brian Flores. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to throw this out there. Uh, 
it's uh, I'm just gonna throw it out there. I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying accusing or anything. Um, I'm just saying that they lost 12 games and 1.2 million dollars stood to be gained in that situation. I'm mm-hmm. that. That's all I'm saying. Take with it what you will. I'm not implying. I'm. I'm just stating what. The facts You're doing are, the math. If, You're doing the math. If in fa- <laughs> if emphatically that is true, Brian Flores stood to gain one point two million dollars off the books. Now, I think the question, I think the answer we're looking for is, did he actually accept this money? Like that's not documented in the I'm legal, not, and, uh, and nor I'm should not, be, and nor should I'm be. not. I'm but, not. I'm not accusing. I'm just putting it on sure, the table that that's. Sure. that's What's going on? And that's, that's the payout. And that's the payout. That's yeah. what's. Go- I'm not saying he. All- I'm not saying he took it. I'm not even saying yep. Ross offered it. I'm just yep. saying that that's that's what that's the money you're talking about right there. Yeah. Um. And right. and um. You know, one point two million dollars is a lot of fucking money. That that that's 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 what I'll say to that. Um. I guess to kind of uh further the conversation and, 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 you know, I guess give my response to what Brian Flores is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I guess before I even do that, we got to talk about the other two made, I guess, major points in the, uh, in the, in this lawsuit. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's cool. So that's the second point. So the text messages between him and Belichick, in regards mm-hmm. to the Giants coaching opening, which was filled by Brian Dable a few days ago. So yep. these text messages basically indicate that Bill Belichick was congratulating Brian Flores on possibly getting the Giants head coaching job. But it turns out that this happened as Brian Dable had already been considered for the position. No, no, no. I and think so, you're, I think you're saying that wrong, Trey. Am I saying it wrong? Yeah. Okay, I, what happened? What happened was is that uh, Bill Belichick was meaning to text Brian Dable and accidentally texted Brian Flores, so okay. he was congratulating Brian Dable on getting the job, um, mm-hmm. and but he was actually texting Brian, Brian Flores. Flores. Brian Flores played along a little bit, like, you know, do you think I'll get it? Whoop, 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 whoop. Bill yeah. Belichick still was thinking he was texting Brian Dayball, went on to say, nah, you got it. Whoop, whoop, mm-hmm. whoop. I, I heard you got it. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And mm-hmm. uh, then he told, then Brian Flores was like, oh, nah, you, you sure you you talking to, you know, he told him, are you talking to Brian Flores? You're not talking to Dayball. And yeah. I don't interview until Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um Bill Bill Belichick then said, "Oh shit!" He didn't say shit, but he said, "Oh shit, my fault." City uh, messed up. Yeah, I messed up. Yep, and essentially, uh, they had already hired Brian Dable. They hadn't announced it, but they had already decided to hire they made Brian their mind Dable. Up. Mm-hmm. Right before before they interviewed Brian Flores. Now, obviously, um, the 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 issue with that is, I would assume, is that you know you the Rooney Rule, you're supposed to interview whatever you however you post interview black uh or minority coaches or candidates let me say yeah. um you're supposed to do that and uh for it to already for the decision in your mind to already be made means that he he Brian Flores was going on what they call what they're calling a a scam scam interview. what's the, uh I forget the term they're using it but basically he went on a bullshit interview um 
Yeah, he went on it's, a bullshit. It's, it's just for the experience, basically. It's it's, it's like they just covering no, their yeah. bases. If they're covering their they're bases. covering their bases. It's not it's yeah. not practice for shit. They they're it's not experience. No, no, no. I didn't say practice. I said it's said experience. in their eyes experience. But it's really, it's not. It's, it's really not an experience for a head coach. Yeah, it's it's, it's an obli- it's, it's an obligation. Obligation. Really. It's, it's an yeah. obligation. Um, look, man. Um, I'm I'm not at all surprised. Um, I I respect Brian Flores's. Uh, you know, I gotta I gotta do I gotta try to do something. Um, mm-hmm. he he acknowledges. That he is essentially Colin Kaepernick in his career. He he acknowledges yep. that that's what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you acknowledge that, then I hope you get the results that you're looking for. Um, but I mean, this is the boys' club, man. I mean, look, man, I would love to hit, sit here and say to you, Trey, that I'm outraged or, or you know I'm upset and all these things. But I mean, why are we why are we acting like? This ain't enough. This is nothing short of. I mean, it goes back, and I hate that we got to keep. Like, I really feel like we're gonna be talking about this for years down the road, like we did Colin Kaepernick. Like, yeah, we know what this is, and 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 the fact of the matter is, I'm calling us as black people, us as supporters of our community, to the table because here's the truth. We still gonna support this club. We're still gonna watch the games. We're still gonna do everything, even though they know that they don't give a fuck about uh having us be represented in higher positions. They don't care, but we're still gonna support the product. So it's I mean it's like I would love to sit here and pretend, but it's a game. It's a fucking game that mm-hmm. that that entertains us, and we don't care about the. We don't really care about uh the ins and outs we see uh, we see us on the field and, and and at the end of the day they entertain us on the field and that's all we're really truly concerned about so what's the i guess well before i get to what the end game could possibly be with this right i i did want to mention the other um portion of this too because yeah he also called out the denver broncos like and I mean, he called out three franchises and then said the rest of the 29 franchises in the league. He called out the Denver Broncos yeah. in this document. Um, he interviewed for the Broncos coaching position and there was something there. And I, and I don't remember exactly what. I tell you, 2019, the, 2019, in the 2019 okay. season, uh, ironically, the same year he got hired in Miami. He also right. interviewed for the uh, Denver job that Vic Fangio eventually got. And um, basically, uh, they they said that John Elway, he said specifically John Elway and some other guys showed up an hour late, clearly yep. hungover, clearly mm-hmm. hungover to the point where he could tell that they were clearly hungover. They didn't take that yep. process serious. He essentially went on another bullshit interview because they had already uh, decided who they wanted to hire to his account. They just had him come in and do the interview because the Rooney Rule states that you have to do the interview. So um, he called the Broncos out, the Giants out in the in the other example we talked about, and then the Dolphins and yep. the uh, you know in in the third example or the first example we talked about. So I mean, look, man. Um, here's the thing, man. And, and much like Colin Kaepernick, Brian Flores is is put in a situation is put in a, a a situation in the eye of the in the eye of the consumer, the media. Um, 
either he can be he can go all go all out mm-hmm. and 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 lose because like it or not my my guess is, is he's gonna lose unless he got or, some receipts unless he got or, some receipts no no bro I, mean, I hear you but no no because who's to say like let's say let's let's say that um Let's say that uh, you know th- th- this goes to court, whoop whoop whoop, mm-hmm. and they say, "Well, how do you justify how do you know they're saying to let's say the Broncos organization, right. how do you just uh, w- what's your response to him saying that you guys didn't really take my interview serious?" All they could just say is, "I took it very seriously." The Giants already put out a statement. You know, we took that ser- We uh, Brian Flores was mm-hmm. was in was in the talks all the way to the eleventh hour, whatever the fuck that is. And 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 you know, he just didn't get the job because he was because he wasn't the best qualified coach for the job. Mm-hmm. Once they come through with that, there's nothing that can discount that he that he was or wasn't because at the end of the day, qualifications is in the eye of the person doing the hiring. So, sure. it, it, so, sure. so he either so he either goes through this whole process to lose, but maybe get more information out to what's going on, or mm-hmm. he takes this settlement and shuts the fuck up like Colin Kaepernick did. And yeah. And that and, and 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 based on the decision he makes, we're going to take that a say. We're going to take that a certain way, you know what I'm saying? So it, for me, I would love to sit here and, and act like this is like surprise. It's not surprising. And, it's not surprising. And, and it doesn't mean business. I can't be outraged. It doesn't mean that I can't be a little yeah, outraged sure. about it. I'm not saying I'm not saying that to to uh, dissuade your feelings. I'm saying mm-hmm. for my personal opinion. I can't, I can't, I'm not outraged. I'm not, I'm, I'm, what's the answer? What's the Mm -hmm. fucking answer? Like, what's the answer? You doing this is going to do what? I'm interested to see what's going to happen, but I got Mm -hmm. a pretty good guess of what's going to happen. It's even going to be one of the two things I outlined. So it's, for me, it's just like, all right, well, um, I, I mean, if you, if you get, if you get a hundred million dollars, like allegedly Colin Kaepernick did, Great for you. Great for you. But what does that do for the coaches behind you that need jobs? Eric Bieniemy, we could that we're gonna have to talk about uh later on in the episode. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, I think he is listed in that 58-page legal document as well. I mean, he's he's pointing to examples of the number of black. Um, yeah, defensive coordinators, offensive All coordinators. Mm-hmm. The fact that there's one black coach in Mike Tomlin, who's the head coach in the league. Um, he's just basically putting the numbers out there as, I guess, his proof. I don't think it's enough, but I I, I can't fault the man for trying to put information out there to help Not his case. All. I can't, I can't fault him all. for that, and Not I don't blame all. you. I don't blame you for the. And, and, and maybe pessimistic view is the wrong term, but I don't blame you for feeling the way you feel about it because you're right. At the end of the day, this is no surprise to anybody. This is almost Kaepernick 2.0 if it's not. Um, my thing is, is, is that now um, we got a, we got a lot of like <laughs> we got a lot of like messy organizations going on and even the ones that haven't been exposed yet right so you know there's there is hope 
And, you know, people are talking about it. Um, I know he's going to be on CBS in the morning tomorrow, Brian Flores, that is, to talk further about it. I don't know what that does, um, being that CBS is a partner of the NFL. I mean, one of their biggest partners of the NFL. Um, Interested to see how that turns out. Um, But I, I, I can't, I can't, I'd be, I'd be lying to you if I said I wasn't outraged a little bit because I sure. am outraged. Sure. sure. But at the same time, I know how these things go. Um, I tweeted earlier that this thing to me, it can't just be settled. This can't be no shut the F up money. It, it, it can't be that. I need to see these guys, these NFL owners, these representatives, I need to see these guys in a courtroom. I need to see them face the jury, face the judge. This thing has got to go all the way to the line, to the end of the line. And and I guess that's where we have to talk about the end game to this. So at the end of the day, go ahead. ahead. I was just going to ask, I was going to end with a question there. So at the end of the day, how does this thing end in in your mind? In my mind, (laughs) Like I said, it either ends one of two ways. And in my so the first the first the first option is he, you know, he goes to let's say he goes to court. I don't want your hush money. I want to expose you for the for the immoral fraud, uh unethical racist people that you are, meaning every single owner in the yep. NFL, everybody included. If you're not in, in your heart racist, then you are at least a part of a system that is racist. So you are mm-hmm. a part of the problem. So I want to, so it, it goes that way. But here's the thing. How much money and resources Brian Flores has to run this long, this long game against 32 NFL teams and the NFL as a whole, you know, as a whole, how much, how right. long is your money to run that course to prove it's something substantial? It's not mm-hmm. that long. Let me, let me, I can answer it for you. It's not that fucking long. You're talking about billion dollar organizations that got lawyers up the what? $32 billion. I mean, all of them might not be billion dollar organizations, but they're pretty damn mm-hmm. close. Right. That you got to go against their legal teams, then the NFL's representation, and you, be, and mm-hmm. you, and, and there is a, a small inkling that you might have took $1.2 million of hush money. Your money ain't long enough to fight that fight. You're going right. to lose. Right. The other option, the other option is, all right, hey man, uh, I don't want you. I don't want to go. I don't want nothing to come out. This me is the NFL. I don't want to go through none of this bullshit. I don't want to be in court. I don't want the press. I don't want none of that behind racism, especially after we're coming after. We got all these insignias on the back of our helmets and in the back of fields and all this bullshit going on. We don't want. That racist shit on our docket after we trying to clean it up and make it look good. We hired Jay Z. All these, all these gestures we made to try to clean up and make y'all happy. I don't want this mm-hmm. in my motherfucker. So let's settle. I will pay you. You know, let's say they allegedly they gave Colin Kaepernick one hundred mil. Let's double it. We'll give you two hundred million dollars to just shut the fuck up and let this go away. You good for the rest of your fucking life. Now shut up and let us run this this boys club the way we've been running it. It's going to happen one of those two ways. And here's the yeah. thing: is 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 immoral as that might be to all us broke motherfuckers for him to take that two hundred million dollars of hush money, two hundred mm-hmm. million dollars of money in a black family. 
changes generational a lot. wealth generational wealth brother and who the fuck is going to be mad at a black man changing his generation changing generations of wealth in his family and he could possibly put some of that money back into the community yeah, I, I know some people that would call him a coon, <laughs> but I don't want to. I don't want to get into that. But um, but yeah, I, I I think you're right. I think it ends in those two instances that you talked about. Um, I think for me, and again, I'll, I'll go back to what I tweeted earlier. Um, I want this. I want this thing to go to distance. I don't want a settlement. I, I want. I want this thing to go to distance. You know, what if? What if somebody else stands next to Brian Flores? What if somebody Who the like a, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Who the and, and I know you're gonna tell me who the fuck would stand behind that in the NFL to risk their job just like he just about to lose his? I wasn't expecting this from Brian Flores, so I'm I'm just throwing but Brian, the what if but out Brian, there. I, okay, I'm, well go I'm, ahead. I'm, go ahead. I'm, I'm, throwing, I'm throwing a what if out there because this this is a surprise. Like I, I mean, of all the things that happened this weekend and today, this was kind of the last thing that I expected to happen, particularly from Brian Flores, a guy who was, I thought, trying to get back into the NFL, you know, being a head coach someplace else. I mean, he did. Said he was a finalist in Houston. Right. He was a finalist in Houston. I think he interviewed for the Giants. I think he interviewed someplace else. So, yeah, this is like this is out of left field. Like I wasn't expecting this. So I think it's a good question. Who, um, if anybody, what if he what if somebody says, hey, I stand with Brian Flores? What if one of these coaches, players, uh, execs, GMs, what if some of them people come out and say, hey, I stand with Brian Flores? Hell, um, and I and I tweeted this earlier. I, it, I would be I'd be disappointed I'd be disappointed if Snoop M MJB and Kendrick and and Dr. Dre um, wouldn't perform this halftime show, but if they came out on stage and said, "Yo, we're not going to perform. We're going to bring attention to what's been going on," they might just walk off the set. It, I, I wouldn't be mad at them one bit. I wouldn't be mad at them one bit because at the end of the day. This might be the last time they ever see that stage. So I think for them, if they ever decide, if this becomes a reality or possibility, hey, they might just come out and be like, look, we don't want to perform. Like, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all NFL, y'all, y'all doing niggas dirty. Y'all, y'all doing y'all own people in the dirty in the league dirty. You know, I wouldn't they be upset doing, at that. Well, let's be clear about that. They're not doing their own people dirty. They're doing niggas dirty. Let's be clear about that. Um, they're not, yeah, these white people are doing niggas dirty, they're not doing their own people. If it was their own people, that's why that's why we black people can't get jobs they qualify for, yeah, because white people are looking out for their people, yeah. I, that's that's a, what I, I that's what yeah, I that's what I meant, yeah. but I kind of misspoke, but yeah, yeah, but, yeah, you're but, right. But, um, and 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 look, man, you you said a lot, I'm trying to process it all and and and, and, and rebut to it all because, mm-hmm. um. I, while with while you're on the positive side, and and, and brother, I normally I normally am on that positive, can do you know. But listen, mm-hmm. man, li- listen here. That when, would be huge. When Colin Kaepernick protested, mm-hmm. you know who stood beside him? Eric the biggest Reed. person who's the that's the biggest fucking person who stood mm-hmm. beside him was Eric yep. fucking Reed. 
Yep. Not a Aaron, not a not not for real anyway. Not a Aaron Rodgers, not a Bill Belichick, not a Tom Brady, not a not a a, a fucking I, I got uh, you. I got Smith, you. not a fucking Roger Goodell, not a not, not a not near a fucking so not a fucking whoever the owner of the 49ers is, not a Art Rooney who who quote unquote put this in here to incentivize black coaches and incentivize teams to hire black coaches and have black. You need to get rid of that, by the way. That that. None of this, none of the, none of those people stood up for Colin Kaepernick, who was at that time one of the best quarterbacks in the league at that time. Yep. Ain't no way in hell they standing up for Brian Flores. Nobody of the caliber to make a difference. Let me say I, that. Nobody of the caliber. I don't have. A, I don't have an argument against that. I don't have an right. argument against that. I, it it wouldn't surprise me if nobody stood next to him, but uh, I'm just no, I'm no, just no. playing the what if game. Sure, sure, and I'm not again. I, I'm just rebutting. I'm not, and I don't think nobody's going to stand up. I just think that them nobody of caliber is going to stand up. Nobody of that type of caliber. No, no, no. Art Rooney, my coach. No, Mike Tomlin is going to do it. No, no, my no, no. Eric Bieniemy, who need a job, no David Cully, who's probably looking for a job, not near a black or white person for that matter, is going to stand up for Brian Flores and say he deserves a job and he deserves to not be blackballed like that. And because let's be clear, it's going down. He's about to start being blackballed all of oh, a yeah. sudden after he came off the after he came off the Dolphins that this season, even though they didn't make the playoffs, after he came yeah. off of the. What's never been done in NFL history in this season, in this past season, they're going to mm-hmm. tell him that he is not as qualified as the likes of whoever, the, Brian Dable, with due respect, hasn't been a head coach nowhere. Uh, uh, fucking uh, Josh McDaniels, who got the Oakland job, he's not as qualified as those people. And that's bullshit. Whoever, and whoever the fuck got hired in, uh, in uh, uh, Denver, the, the guy from Green Bay. Hackershack or whatever the fuck his name is. The white dude, Mm -hmm. Nate, Nate, whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That Brian Flores is just as qualified as uh the cat in Denver and the cat in um Yeah, in in New um, York. Yeah. In New York. Just as qualified, if not more, if not more qualified, just based on resume. No, he's the experienced coach. coach. Yeah, right. right. He's the experienced coach. Now, I'm not gonna hate on those guys because they Fuck were coordinators, em. and they Fuck got their first opportunity. Fuck so em. I'm not – well, you you, you you can feel that way, and that's cool. That's cool. But my only outrage is is that it's just white coaches being hired. It's like it's the same cycle. We got two new black general managers, one in Minnesota and one in uh, Chicago. And um, don't Chicago got their coach too? Don't Chicago got um what's the, what's the dude name um oh my god Matt somebody the dude from the the dude oh, that ran the defense man, yeah, in the yes, Colts yes, yes, yeah yes yes yeah yes, yeah yes. and I'm like wait I'm, and I'm like wait a minute I'm like wait a minute wait a minute they, his team couldn't stop the Jaguars from scoring when they needed to get in the playoffs and this dude gets a job off of that but <laughs> but here's the thing like but, but here's the thing Trey. You saying you you getting mad? You, you just said that, but the black nigga hired him. The black nigga hired him. 
So what 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 did that tell you? Does does that mean that he has control? Like they want to perceive it as, or it sounds like it's the owners. It's to either me. it's it's either it's look, and I'm not gonna sit here and say the dude is or ain't qualified because at the end of the day, regardless of how I feel about his qualifications. Mm-hmm. It's still up to who the hiring manager to feel like, oh, because it's not just quality. I mean, qualifications yeah. are a lot of things. It's, it's, you know, what your plans are. Do mm-hmm. me and you vibe? You know, it's, 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 it's bigger than just X's and O's. That, that's sure. just a fact. Sure. If, I, if you have a bad interview and you're more qualified, you might not get the job because you had a shit-ass interview. Those things are real things that happen. These are still right. just jobs. Right. So I'm not going to sit here and 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 and, and I'm, what what's emphatically true is that there is a low percentage of coaches, GMs, and coordinators, and a high percentage of people out there looking for it in the in the in the minority community. So I you know, and I know it, it this it, the the fucking white coach carousel, the fucking white GM carousel and the fucking white coordinated carousel just goes around and around and we get stuck at the low level coordinated jobs um when yeah, it's a pos- 70 position coaches when it's a, wide receiver when it's a, coach when it's a, running back when it's a coach fucking, when it's a fucking 70% black people to everybody else margin in the league so who the fuck you think gonna relate to these black people more? Man, nothing nothing warms my heart more than when the Pittsburgh Steelers got into the fucking playoffs and Mike they, they was on the uh fucking TikTok or Instagram, whatever, and you see Mike Tomlin mm-hmm. getting in there partying with his players, like yeah, because yeah. that's the type of shit you understand. Them dudes look at him like an uncle figure, like a like a you know what I'm saying, summer father figure, maybe. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like because that's a OG, that's an OG to them, like in their field. But you want to keep bringing in these motherfuckers that don't know shit about these motherfuckers. Don't know who the fuck Pop Smoke is. These white motherfuckers, man. These motherfuckers don't listen to no motherfucking soul music, no rap music like these players that's out here. Like, come on, man. Y'all gotta stop with this bullshit. It's about having representation for the players that gotta get out there and risk their lives every fucking day for our entertainment. I don't know how to back that up, bro. <laughs> it's bullshit, man. It's fucking. It is. It's bullshit. But I'm not surprised. I mean, it 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 it, it, it incenses me when I got to talk about the reason why I'm not surprised. Like, like, nigga, why would the fuck would they want us to be happy and thrive and 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 really recognize our fucking worth by showing us that we that that right. showing they don't want us. You know, they don't want us showing, in. They don't want us in. Leadership positions. The quarterback is a leadership position. The head coach, the general manager, ownership, those are all leadership positions. But on some G shit, but on some G shit, fuck, fuck quarterback. Fuck quarterback. Fuck being on the field. Cause I know man, you have private conversations about you don't want your child to play football. Mm-hmm. But what if your kid good enough to fucking coach football? He don't see no representation that, oh, shit, I want to be involved, but I might not be able to play, but I know the X's and O's. I know how right. to play. You know what I'm saying? I might be good enough to coach, but I don't have no representation that says to me I can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. It's and bullshit. That's a, that's a good point. I mean, the quarterbacks, um, they are – I mean, there's – a lot more representation at the position than it has been, you know, in recent years. But and that ain't yeah, shit I feel you. Gestures. And that ain't no, shit I, I, I get gestures. it. I, I get it. I get it. But if you're talking about 
a young kid seeing the representation, then I can't be mad at that. Like if they like in the NBA, for example, if the NBA said, hey, we're going to make sure that there's 13 to 14 black head coaches out of 30 coaches in the league, even if it's a pandering thing, I don't got a problem with it as long as a kid that's looking up to the league and saying, who maybe I don't know about basketball, but maybe I know the X's and O's of basketball. Maybe I could look at somebody at that leadership position and know that, Hey, I can do the same thing that he can do it. So I'm not going to be mad at the amount of black head coaches in the NBA because of what it brings for the up and coming kid. But it starts at the top, bro. Like, you know, I bring it up every time we have these conversations. And it's why it needs to be black ownership. It needs to be a black owner in this league. You know, the NBA, there's a black owner in the league. Like, here's the thing about ownership, bro. You got to be fucking voted in. I I get it. You got to be fucking voted in by the other white motherfuckers. That's that's a problem. Black ass in the middle. That's a problem. That's a problem. That's systemic. That's a problem for me. Like, how can can that get changed? Like, how can we change that? I know it's a long shot. I know it's a long shot, but... No, I mean, no, it's on. not even that. It, it is a long shot, but let's let, but let's, but we don't have no fucking answer to that. You know the we real don't. answer. We you don't. know the real. You know the real answer. Fucking stop being racist. Guess what? They ain't gonna stop. Yeah. They ain't gonna stop doing that. Sure, and and even sometimes I'm even pessimistic about that. They're not gonna stop no, being racist. It They're ain't not gonna, gonna happen. Ain't no pessimism. They ain't gonna stop. You ain't, like. Ask me to ask me to stop being straight. Shit, not gonna happen. That's how how racism is in their fucking genes. There's no it. way I'm turning. There's no way I'm I turning it. gay. It ain't the shit ain't happening. I, I Them get niggas it. is not going not be racist. It's, it's it's systemic as well as it is with those individuals and how they practice bullshit, hiring bro. coaches just, and how they hiring people. It just it just is what it is. It's sad. And it's depressing, and, and and I don't know what's going to happen. You know, hundreds of years after I'm gone, and you know, obviously I don't know what's going to happen then. But, bruh, it, it's it's nah, man. It, it's just unfortunate. It's unfortunate. I can't pretend like I'm not outraged. Like I'm like, 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 come on, you you paying your you paying your own, you're paying the coach. You're you're offering money to the person you hired to lose games for your football Allegedly. team for Allegedly. your football Allegedly. team I, 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 I get it but I, I, I get it but I, I, am I wrong if I say I believe it <laughs> nah you can believe what you want yeah you ain't I mean I, I, I believe he did it I believe Stephen Ross did it bro I, <laughs> okay but then but then and, and I know and I know this I know we on the Brian Flores you know train right now because he being done wrong but if if you can believe that that's been offered to him, then you got to believe the possibility of him taking it. That's one point two million dollars. Of course, of and, course. And and to add injury to insult, mm-hmm. um, week one fifty nine ten to Baltimore. Week two forty three nothing to whoever they played. I think it was mm-hmm. the Patriots that next week. Sure. Um, and again, and, and again, and, they, and were example, they were your example. They were to your example. Yeah, and to your example, because I don't even remember having that conversation with you, but I but I was watching something on YouTube where mm-hmm. um, 
they was they were talking about it where yeah do you remember that game in 2019 Monday night when mm-hmm. they looked like they were not prepared to play the Steelers it was funny that you brought it up I just didn't I just didn't want to step on your point it's funny because I don't remember having that conversation with you but yeah. the ESPN niggas remember that conversation vividly yeah there was so a one that was and, a, and, so that was ahead. a talking point that was a talking yeah. point where it seemed like <laughs> the Miami Dolphins were not prepared to play a football game and then we find out. That a offer was made that he can make a hundred thousand dollars for every game he lose, and that we and we can vividly mark at least one instance where we mm-hmm. know where it was a story that the Miami Dolphins weren't prepared to mm-hmm. play football. It was one play, and I forget the nature of the play, but it just looked like, oh my god! You know what? It's starting to come back to me, bro. It's starting to come back to me. They it was an all out blitz on a. I believe a fourth down. I, I don't remember what down it was, but it was an all-out blitz. And y'all hit somebody down the field for a touchdown. And I was like, like, y'all serious? Like, like, yeah, they're 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 purposely trying to lose football games. Like that for me was kind of a straw right there for me. And but that to speaks, hear this. But that speaks to maybe that Brian Flores took some of that money. And I'm not here to shade Brian Flores. And that's possible. Right now, that's possible. Right now, this ain't the time for that. But yep. And I guess I'm already guilty because I said it. But fuck it. I'm not going to sit here and lie. Um, the, the, but, the problem, but the problem is, is mm. that Brian Flores should be coaching and he should be strongly considered just like Eric Bieniemy should be, just like yeah. Pat Hamilton should be, just like Todd Bowles. Byron Leftwich, like like these guys. Oh, I gotta talk be, about that Byron Leftwich thing. I, they I should talk be about being, that too, yo. They should be being considered, just like if 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 fucking if fucking uh who's the white coach I'm thinking about that always finds his way to getting a fucking job somewhere is all of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if 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 that if that coaching Bill O'Brien, going on and on, yeah, the, the, the Jags consideration the, somewhere. Yeah, the Jags trying to get Bill O'Brien. And I'm like, wait, you saw Bill O'Brien twice a year. Like, how the hell you think you're going to do for your team? Hey, man. It's hey, just man. stupidness, I I... man. It's, it's hey, just man. stupidness, man. No, it's not stupidness. It's systemic it's, fucking racism. It's, it's smart. It's everything. It's not it's, stupid. It, it, it's stupid, bro. It's, I mean, I hear what you're saying. I hear yeah. what you're saying. But it's 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 stupid. It's stupid. I mean, and and the fans eat that shit up every time. They we eat it do. up every time. We do. Hey, bro. Hey, man. I, look, man. I, I know we gotta talk about other shit. <laughs> um, yeah, and I don't even know how. Yeah, I don't even know how to segue. I don't even know how to segue to fucking football. But I guess we got. Nah, cause, cause, cause I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be riled up probably this entire episode because we, we, we gotta talk about what the hell Jacksonville is doing to Byron Leftwich, and and that even has me pissed off. But you'll probably tell me, hey, don't be surprised. It's it's the same thing. It's all that stuff. Because it is. Because it is. It is. And 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 I feel you. It's still bullshit. It's still bullshit. Yeah, I gotta call it out. I, I gotta call it out, bro. I gotta call it out. Is this is no excuse why Byron Leftwich should not be the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars? It makes a hundred percent sense, huh? It should have been announced already. It should have been yeah. announced already. It like it should have been announced already. A hundred. It makes a hundred percent sense, bro. 
Like, why are we, why are we doing this? You want to keep the general manager? You want to keep Trembalki? So that's why you don't like, and, and just so people, you know, understand where I'm going with this. So Byron Leftwich wants another GM in Jacksonville and people say, well, wait a minute, like who gave you the leverage? And my response is, well, I understand because it's Trent Baalke. And if you guys don't know Trent Baalke's history, that dude fires coaches everywhere he goes. When he was and more safe- than that, uh-huh. and more than that, yeah, yeah, yes, you're right. And more than that, that mm-hmm. motherfucker hired Urban Meyer. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. enough for me. I don't want no another G. I don't want to work with this dude. This nigga hired yeah. Urban Meyer. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to work with no Trent Baalke. Fuck him. This dude, this dude, this dude. Uh, he made Harbaugh walk. I don't know if he got fired or what, but he left on his watch. Then he hired Tom Sula. Like, I never heard of Tom Sula. Got rid of him after one year. Hired Chip Kelly after what Chip Kelly did to the Eagles prior to that. Let him go after one year. And then he comes to Jacksonville for one year, gets rid of Marone. And then, like you said, hires Urban Meyer. And then Urban Meyer, you know, while he did all that to himself, I think you make a good point. He hired Urban Meyer. To begin so, with. To begin with, right. So, yeah, I understand Byron Leftwich's point. I understand trying to negotiate, hey, if I'm going to coach this team, I want a GM who's not going to fire me after one year. Like, what? Shit, like, what is the problem the with that? I appreciate the ball. I get I get what people are saying. Who are you? you you're you not even a head coach to be talking about trying to hire, fire the people above you. I get where people would be coming from. But mm-hmm. fuck y'all. The ball, nah. um, the ball, the balls of Byron Leftwich to understand that he fucking with somebody that's not going to be in his best interest. That's not going to give him time to put a team together because putting a team together is going to mm-hmm. take years, not a year, but two, three, maybe mm-hmm. four, five. Right. Depending, you know, and if we talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars, I mean, come on, man. They, 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 they got some holes, man. Like, let's be, let's keep it a buck. They got some holes. So I, they. I, 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 I bet you if some white coach told Shaq Khan, hey, I need Balky up out of there, he'd, he'd leap, right? He'd leap right away. Imagine that's, why, that's, that's why I don't care. That's why I don't yeah. care because yeah. if, if another white coach did that and said, hey, get Balky up out of there, they would have got his ass up out of there quick in a hurry. But yeah. apparently Byron Leftwich, who once upon a time was the face of your franchise yeah, at one on. point, like, come, come on. on. Like, this makes sense. Come on. Like, come on. Like, come on. Why is this not the obvious? Why is this not obvious shit? You know why? Because they're not in touch. These owners are not in fucking touch. Oh, my God, man. It, and maybe they don't want to be. I mean, it serves them better yeah. to, to have yeah. the narrative and run the narrative the way they see the narrative to be yep. ran and make it work for them. So, I... Who the fuck yeah. am I? It's the boys club and they're winning. And you know why they winning? Because we still watching the games. We still buying yeah. the merchandise. We still doing all the things that would serve them, that would serve them and have them feel like, okay, it don't matter. We could do what the fuck we want. We could do the things the way we want to do it. And they still going to watch. They still going to buy. They still going to come to the still. games. They still going to talk about it on, on every podcast from the biggest one to the Barbershop Sports Talk podcast. All these things are still going to happen regardless of what we do. 
So yeah. we're gonna do what the fuck we want to do. Yep. Yeah. Well, um, I am interested, and I want to put a button on this Brian Flores thing. I am interested to see what the end game of this is going to be, and if anything else, you know, kind of subsides with this. And I think for certain, and I think we're both in agreement. Um, he's not in the league anymore. Um, he won't be coaching in the league it. anymore in, in any capacity. I don't, I don't think he's. It. I don't think he's even the janitor for any one of these teams. I, I yeah. don't think he's doing nothing yeah. with these thirty-two yeah. teams ever again. So, yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll see how that plays out. Um, I, I I guess if we're on this topic of coaches and stuff, I, I guess we kind of briefly went through it. Like I don't. The only, not that I, not that I, don't like all the hires so far. Um, like, I don't like the, the Broncos hire. I, I don't like that. And I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to get Aaron Rodgers to come to Denver because that's his boy. And everybody's making a prediction, including myself, that Aaron Rodgers at some point is going to be a Denver Bronco in 2022. Um, the, the, the day ball hire in New York, I'm, I'm not upset at it because he came from Buffalo, mm-hmm. Buffalo, um, has been successful in the last mm-hmm. four or five years. So yep. I'm, I'm, I'm not upset with that particular hire. Um, I'm upset with the Bears hire because they got a defensive coordinator that couldn't stop Jacksonville from scoring on the final game of the season when they had to make the playoffs. Um, and then somebody, get, oh, the Josh McDaniels thing. Um, I ain't mad at that. Uh, I'm mad at that. <laughs> I'm, I'm mad at that, bro. I mean, uh, and I thought Rich Passaccia did a good job down the stretch um, with everything that was going on with them from, you know, the coach getting fired for racism and all that stuff from mm. Arnett and from the rug stuff. Um, I, if if they would have kept Passaccia, I, I would have been cool with that. Like, but for Josh, McDan- for Josh McDaniels, and and it's not just it's not just that because of Basaccia. Remember when he interviewed for the Colts job and then he accepted it and then told them, um, you know what, I don't want to accept it no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that should have been a turnoff. Like you should like you should be. Well, I don't want to say you should be banned from not getting a coaching job, but you shouldn't right. be trusted. I, I should say you shouldn't be trusted. And I guess. The Raiders trust Josh McDaniel, right? I, I, I um, and uh, well, I I'll say know. this: mm-hmm. um, I get I get the Josh McDaniels hire because Josh McDaniels um, won Patriots pedigree, the Bill Belichick tree, that thing. Um, he's a charismatic dude, like that. That's what they. That's the thing. He's an offensive guy. They obviously mm-hmm. want to focus on the offense thing. It's in Vegas. Um, it's 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 kind of like a balance between. I, what people think they want to see from the Raiders, which is offense, mm-hmm. um, that he'll take them, he'll take them to the next level. And yep. he's a known name, and they're clearly looking for known names. That 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 seems to be the thing they want a known name in Vegas. Yeah, um, gotta make a splash, one, right? Yeah, he's probably one of the more known names. Um, and I don't necessarily remember who was in the. Uh, in the carousel, I know who I know the black players who were in the carousel, but I don't necessarily remember all the 
you know, the white players that were in the carousel that could have been could have been hired. But I would imagine mm-hmm. of those right. names, Josh McDaniels was probably one of the more popular names. Um, so I, I get it. Um, yeah. Do I think he was the best hire? Um, I don't know. That remains to be seen, obviously. Yeah. But um, I would have loved to seen, you know, just because I want to see my people off the board. Like, obviously, I, I would have loved to seen anybody, Pep, uh, the enemy, uh, Byron yeah. Leftwich, whoever, whoever, whoever. Yeah, Tom Bowles, yeah. yeah. Yeah, whoever. Just put just some of my... Get my people on the fucking board, man. Like Jim Caldwell. Yeah, Jim Jim Caldwell. Get like people I, on the board, man. Jim Caldwell would have been so great in Chicago with Justin Fields. I, I don't I don't know why, but I, I just get that sense that he, he would have been so great bringing up Justin Fields and developing him. But yeah. you know, they they decided to go another direction. Um, and is Jim you know, Caldwell looking? Is he still actively looking? I don't know that he's actively looking. I, I, yeah, think, that, I just that, think I it's want, more so you, people are more advocating for him, including myself. So okay. I'm, I'm advocating yeah, right. for Jim Caldwell. Mm-hmm. The reason why I asked is because, you know, we, we looked over that article that I saw online, I think it was last week or maybe two weeks ago, and mm-hmm. I noticed that I noticed that he was not on that list. So when you brought him up, I was like, yeah. okay, yeah, well, but but then my thing is that Jim Caldwell is one of, is one of the obvious people that should be on a list like this, but he mm-hmm. wasn't. So then I was, yeah. I, you know, just thinking back, maybe he's not even looking to – coach right now you know i don't, I don't yeah. know what his situation is he took the lions to the playoffs twice yeah with an 11 and 5 record a 9 and 7 record and then the two other years that he coached there went 9 and 7 the first year and then took a slight step back at 7 and 9 but then was 9 and 7 again before they let him go yeah yeah, yeah. We know he shouldn't have been fired. We know. We know. We know. We we it's the shit we've been saying since it happened and since you know, and when it comes up, he shouldn't have been fired. We 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 look, we know, man. Like it's just like like Detroit, like Detroit can afford to let good coaches go in their history. Like I mean I mean, we we say that they can't, but I mean, what is what is what does it really mean? What does all this shit really mean? The fucking Detroit fans are still gonna fucking vote. For, I mean, still root for their for their team. Good coach, bad coach, bad team are indifferent. They're still gonna root for their team. So they might yeah. as well just bring in who the fuck they want to want who they want to bring in for their own racist or nepotism purposes. Yeah, and and how they've been since he left. Fans still support. My point is, my point I get is it. I get it. I, I, I get it. I get it. I just, I, I just have to call it out. I know. I've, I've been, I've been regurgitating all this stuff, but yeah, I, I, I gotta call it out, bro. I, I can't just, I can't just let this shit go unnoticed, man. It, it's just, it's just frustrating sometimes, man. All right, I'm not, I'm not gonna be frustrated no more. Um, hey, man, you could be whatever you want to be, bro. I'm here. No, nah, I'm 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 gonna chill out. I'm gonna chill out for a minute. Um, I, I'll say this though. Um, and and as much as I like both general manager hires in Minnesota and Chicago, um, certainly didn't like the way you know Chicago the direction they went. Um, if Jim Harbaugh gets this Vikings job, I'm not gonna be mad at that either, man. Um, he has proven with his resume that. He can turn mediocre quarterbacks into above average quarterbacks. You know, look what he did in San Francisco and then kind of look what San Francisco did after he left. Um, It's night and day. Um, 
I, I wouldn't be upset with Jim Harbaugh in Minnesota. You think Kirk Cousins could be a better quarterback with Jim Harbaugh there? I think he can. That's just me. Yeah, I mean, look, man. I I'll be honest with you, man. I. I'm a little I, I'm a little wary of coach talk um, and, and of anybody that's not a black coach right this second. I'm a little weary of it. Um, yeah. I can I, understand I, because we're 0 for 4 right now and there's five positions open left. Right. I think there's five. And left. Brian Flores is out. Basically. Yeah. So so forgive me if I'm a little and, I don't, I don't, they, I don't and, care. And they, and they already and, and they already. um they already killing the enemy for uh, Sunday's performance, so yeah. you know they're going to use that excuse. They're going to use that excuse. I ask that question when we get, when we go over the games. Can we talk about Tom Brady retiring? Um, I'm glad he's out. I'm glad he's yeah, getting the hell out of the league. Tom yeah, Brady. Uh, uh, well, first it was reported on Saturday, I believe it was that it Tom was Saturday. Brady, yeah, that he was going to retire. Then he came out later and was like, "I never said that." Um, it His was dad then came I out knew, and said that. Oh, yeah, whoever. It was then I knew that um, that he did officially retire, and it brought me back to a conversation we had just last week, mm-hmm. where you was like, you know, you kind of felt adamant that he was go- going to, you know, play another year. He didn't like the taste in his the taste that that losing taste that he had yeah. after mm-hmm. the loss to uh, to the Rams. And um, I saw it a totally different way for this reason, man. Um, look, he's a competitor, and all those things, and those things are true. But I don't think I don't think he liked uh, being chased around by a 40, 45 year old man by the likes of young Aaron Donald and Von Miller and Leonard Floyd, and you know, and that I don't think he enjoyed that. Um, if the offensive line can't block for him the way he needs to be blocked for, it's not fun yeah. for him. I don't think it's fun And granted, for him. it was injuries. I mean, it's not like that was the same offensive line that was there all year long. I mean, we, they you, just happened you're only to talking injured. about Tristan Wirth. Tristan Wirth was out. That's all you're talking about. You're only talking about Tristan Wirth. And I get he's a big part of the offensive yeah, line. Yeah, he but makes a big difference. One guy. Yeah. He don't like being chased around, man. Don't No mm-hmm. no 45-year-old dude wants to be chased around. And, and even in his... And his, uh, I didn't read his whole little comments, and you know, but it's, but the quote read something to, read something to the like of, uh, it's time to let these young athletes do their thing. I don't think he was talking about just the quarterbacks. I think he was talking about uh, these young motherfuckers that was running my ass around. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I can't say I'm shocked that he's retiring. Um, I'm not shocked at all. Because I, yeah. I, I said, yeah, I, like I said, yeah, I said. I'm, I'm not shocked, um, but I, I I did think that after that loss, I thought, okay, I think he gives it one more year. And even he said himself some years ago, he would like to play until he's 45 years old. He's 44 now, going on 45, you know, by the time the season starts. So that's why I said, you know what, maybe he was right. Maybe that time is coming where he turns 45, this coming season starts, he gives it one last go, and maybe he has another chance to go out on top. But speaking of going out on top, this is probably, if not, I I might put this year for him statistically, I might put this number two next to, obviously, the undefeated season back in 2007. I, I might put this season statistically 
Number two, um, obviously to the 07 undefeated Patriots. I don't know about you, but um, statistically, you I mean, if he, I mean, if you're saying statistically, he wasn't. St- I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not going to rank statistical years. What I will say is that while he was the best statistically statistical quarterback this year, mm-hmm. um, he wasn't being talked about like he was the best quarterback this year. He was one of the top quarterbacks this year, but he mm-hmm. wasn't con- being considered the best quarterback this year. He was the old guy who was yeah. playing at a high level for certain. But um, yeah. I mean, look, look. My I, my point is, my point is, is that he he'll probably still be a good statistical quarterback with a if he got a team around him till yeah. he's about fifty. He could probably do it till he was about fifty. But the but the impact wouldn't be the same. We would still respect him for who he was. He's, right. he's, his 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 legend is already cemented. There's nothing like how we've been do doing for the last that. three years, basically, because nothing, what he's done is unprecedented. Even from so, when he was forty two years old till now, what he's done is but unprecedented. there's nothing there's nothing he can do that's going to upgrade his legacy at this point. Yeah, there's, like, it's I, like I was saying last week. There's nothing you you've already been the oldest nigga in the game. With yep. the, the best statistical old nigga in the game, there's literally nothing. I mean, yeah, you could win another Super Bowl, but what does that really do as far as upgrade? You've already won more Super Bowls than any franchise. In yeah, what he shattered records. He shattered the records. What could you much. literally? There's literally nothing he can do that will make us say, "Damn, you know, he just he went up another lo- a notch in right. his legacy." Right. It, 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 he's playing for. He's really just playing until he feels like shit. I don't want to play no more, and I think that's why he retired. What about um, this idea that um, some people thought that he was going to change his mind after the false report on Saturday? Oh no! Nah, see, I knew he was retired. I like I said, I I I couldn't. In fact, I couldn't text you fast enough because I was so busy working this fucking weekend. I couldn't text you fast enough with the I told you text. I told you he was going to retire. I couldn't. I just couldn't get around to texting you. But I was all out in my mind. I was like, told told you this nigga's going to retire. Mm-hmm. Well, once they reported it and they had to renege on it, I knew. Okay, he's made his decision. But folks, was he didn't like, want it to oh, be you know leaked. What? He didn't want right, it to be leaked. Right, he didn't want it to be leaked. Yeah, that's all. He wanted to do it his way. He wanted to go out on his own terms, and I understand that. I respect that. Um, but the idea that he was just going to change his mind and say, "Oh, you know what? Y'all tried to leak this info on me after you know not wanting me to do it my own way. You know what? Just to show y'all, I'm gonna come back for one more year." I, I didn't believe that that was going to happen. What did that? Yeah, but like, I said, what would I, that even I, prove? I, I didn't. I didn't even. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I didn't believe that. I, I, he was retired. It's just that he wanted to do it on his own terms. He wanted to express how he felt um, with announcing his retirement, and so you know, we, we we had to respect that. So, is there a rule or something that only one quarterback can make the Hall of Fame or something in in a I'm, year? I'm, I don't think there's a rule, but I'm glad you brought this up. So I was going to ask you um, this conspiracy theory that um, they'll leave Ben off the first ballot just so that they can make the whole uh, celebration about Tom Brady. Like, I, I, I don't I don't think that's I don't think that's a conspiracy theory. Um, if you were Hall of Famer and you first ballot, then you should be deservedly so to get on the first ballot unless 
unless you, you know, you're Terrell Owens and the media unless don't you're like Antonio you and you get screwed. Um, oh yeah, Antonio yeah, Brown. Yeah, well, yeah, that's well, another story too. That's another um, topic. But uh, look, look, Ben Roethlisberger is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer with Tom Brady. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, obviously, Ben Roethlisberger is not going to get all of the praise and shine that he should have gotten if Tom Brady didn't retire. But he's going to sit. He's going to this. This is going to be about Tom Brady first. Then, mm-hmm. then about Ben Roethlisberger second, and you know what? Yep. Such as his, such as Ben Roethlisberger's career, because Tom Brady is the goat. So you know, whatever. Like they'll both get in first ballot, like they should be. Yeah. Um, and, and and that's just what it's going to be. Didn't two receivers get in just recently? I don't know, I, I, but I'm just talking about. I, but no, I, 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 I get what you're saying, but I'm I'm just getting to the point that. Regardless of position, um, if you got like if you got two kickers that sure fire Hall of Fame, put two kickers in the damn Hall of Fame in the same year on the first ballot. Like it, it, it shouldn't it, it shouldn't be that hard. Like yeah, I mean, how many I, people how many people get in? Like eight per year? Eight people per year get in, right? So I don't know. It's 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 room. It's it's gonna be room for it's yeah, gonna be room for bed. It's gonna be room to get in. Yeah, mm-hmm. in short, there'll be there'll be two Hall of Fame first ballot quarterbacks going in in two thousand. What possibly is it? Possibly three. Uh, Twenty seven. Possibly, possibly three. three. Who who? It, it depends on what Aaron Rodgers does because some people are saying oh, oh, he oh, might just oh, he might oh, just oh. walk away, which I don't think he's going to walk away. I, I think I Aaron think so Rodgers either. is still going to play. I think he'll at least play a year, at least. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But congratulations so, to Tom Brady. Let me just say that congratulations. I don't want. I don't like Tom Brady on the field, but as a as now that he's retired, much like how I felt about Ray Lewis, um, now that he's officially out of the NFL, I gotta give respect where respect is due. Uh, Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback to yep. ever play the game. Maybe not the most talented arm strength, those types of things, right. but uh, he is the greatest to ever do it. And there is no debating it. Um, I, I, yeah. I wish, uh, I, you know, I, I would have to be a Tom Brady stand uh, or, or cape for somebody to say to me, he's not the greatest of all time. He's the greatest of all time. Yeah. At quarterback. Um, my, my, my favorite moment of um, Brady was um, my team beating them to get to the Super Bowl in, in 2012. Um, but other than that, all the comebacks – you know, the, the 28 to three comeback against the Falcons, obviously that's forever going to be, you know, for the next hundred years. Moment, the moment when Drew Bledsoe got injured and he had to come in. Mm-hmm. That's a moment too. Yeah. Um, the undefeated season, even though it didn't end the way they wanted to end, um, you know, he, he, he's the face of that. So, yeah. Um, so props to the, you know, Props to the legend. Man. Props to the yeah yeah. Props to the Props legend. to the goat. All right, uh, I'm ready to talk football now. I, I think I'm yeah man. I think I'm I'm okay now. I'm not I'm not upset. I'm not riled up anymore. I'm I'm, I'm ready to talk some games, bro. So, uh, so the Cincinnati Bengals are in the Super Bowl. Cincinnati is this, this a dream? In the Super Bowl, and, and but it's not, bro. I told, I said it to you, and now I, I picked the Chiefs. Let me be clear in my yeah. Statement. We picked the Chiefs. I now. picked the <laughs> Chiefs. 
But I said it. I said, bruh, it was part of our, it was part of the reason why our episode was so fucking long last week. Bruh, this team just beat the Chiefs. They just beat them in the same fashion that they beat them this week. Behind, coming yes. from behind, yes. coming, yeah. coming from, and, 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 and just being dogs. This team is just, is, I don't want to say just as good. It feels blasphemous to say that they're just as good as the Chiefs, but they beat them twice when it kind of mattered. So it's now, like. We can officially say now, we can officially say now that the Bengals have the Chiefs number. We, we, couldn't, we couldn't say that before Sunday's game. We couldn't say that. But well, now we I can still want to say they got that number after beating them in two games. But I will say that they beat them in two games, and we got to acknowledge it. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know that two games or even three games in that other example. And I don't want to harken back to last week's conversation. Um, counts as having their number. because that's I why that's say. why I said it though. But I, I, I just want you to know that's why. I said that sure. because of the other example that we talked about. But go ahead. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that. I don't know that that's necessarily having their number. I don't. I don't. That's not my belief. But what I will say is that this team, as blasphemous as it sounds to say, this team is just as good as the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and here they are in the Super Bowl. That team did not give a fuck about uh, who Patrick Mahomes was and who this team was to the NFL, meaning, you know, perennial Super Bowl appearances, wins, obviously, mm-hmm. a win, obviously. Like, they didn't care about that. They care about the fact that I'm here and I'm just as good. Joe Burrow with his energy, McPherson with his energy, Jamar Chase, obviously. Um, like, they, we're just, we can play with y'all we can play with y'all and there you go they played with them and they won and now they're in the super bowl in a super bowl where we felt like it should have been kansas city and la yeah i was gonna say i'm disappointed that i didn't get what i wanted bro uh, i but, wanted but here's the, rams i know i know part. i know but here's the thing to it here's the thing uh-huh. to it though Mm-hmm. And, and 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 I'm disappointed too. And I don't like that another AFC North team besides the Pittsburgh Steelers is in the Super Bowl. But here's the thing. If you think for a second, and I'm not picking the Cincinnati Bengals to win. If you That's think for saying. a second I'm that Joe Burrow, <laughs> but if you think for a second that that team can't play with the Rams, you're sadly mistaken. That team I'm can play saying, with the Rams. I'm not saying that they can't play with the Rams. And, and, and before I get to that, um, just on the game against Kansas City. So for me, there's there's two people I want to give a shout out to. Um, I want to give a shout out to the defense because defensively, I felt like they were half the reason that they won this football game. Um, it looked like this was going to be a blowout, right? Like Kansas City, first three drives, you know, touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. You go up 21 to three. And at that point I was thinking like, Oh snap, like this is uh this is about to be a route. Like this, <laughs> this is, this is what it's going to be like. So, um, so the, so the Bengals defense, um, I, I noticed it in the second half. Um, they decided to rush three guys, right. On several occasions. And they made sure that, if Mahomes was going to have his time, he was going to look and see, okay, who can I get this ball to? And if he started to run, they made sure that they had a spy waiting for him. Um, that that was a big game, uh, game changer right there in terms of switching up the defense 
and forcing Mahomes to make a decision. And most of the time he couldn't make that decision. Um, um, in addition to the fact that there were some balls that like could have been caught, right? Like Kelsey had one over his shoulder that he could have got and he couldn't get that one. And there was another one where um, it was thrown right to Tyree Kill and he missed that one too. So um, there were passes that they missed but it was also coverage on the Bengals part that um, had Patrick Mahomes kind of scrambling a bit, a bit there. So um, the second person I want to give a shout out to Joe Burrow. And I thought the line played decent on Sunday because I, w- I was more focused on how the offensive line was going to play. And they played a decent game at the same time. Joe Burrow was able to get out of a couple of sacks on a couple of occasions, like the one where he should have been got, like the dude was right there, had him wrapped up and he was able to get out of that one. And then I forget that maybe it was Chris Jones that was chasing him and he was able to outrun Chris Jones and, and get a first down. And there was another play where he had to run for another first down. I thought those two plays right there, when they were making their comeback, I think it was 13 to 21, I think. Those two plays where he escaped the rush, I thought were, you know, big difference makers. And he he helped his offensive line um, in the process of doing that also. So um, shout out Joe Burrow, man. Um, the dude, the dude swag, man. Uh, the dude got the chain with the black, a uh, turtleneck and you know this, this it's just something about this dude swag like I, it's like I want it's like I want to like Joe Burrow but I hate the Bengals like that's kind of how I feel about it all right so let me say this um I am I am sick of you hop ons all you all you all of a sudden Bengals fans you get on my nerves but how many did you see you. How many you saw around the way? Um, well, I only seen one. Well, let me say this: I saw one with a T. Higgins jersey. Mm-hmm. Like they, but I don't know this person, so maybe they have always been a fan. But right. the fact that all of a sudden they're showing up, you starting to see it, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't like it. I don't like yeah. that. Um, I, I so I, I guess the ma- a major talking point of this game was uh. The Cincinnati Bengals uh, get a screen right before halftime uh, to make it 10-21. And then the Chiefs march right back up the field. And yep. they have the option to kick a field goal. But they instead yep. go for the touchdown do not get it. Go into halftime 21-10. A mm-hmm. lot of people say that that, gives, that gave Cincinnati the momentum that they needed to go into the locker room and say, you know, we, yeah. we, we still in this. We in this. Um, in your eyes... Mm-hmm. Uh, do you you take the three, right? You take the three right there. If that's if yeah. it's me, if it's me, yeah. I'm taking the three. And right. I don't know if they were being greedy. I don't know if they just wanted to go for the kill. I mean, you and I, we talk about you know being aggressive, and if you think you're the better team, then you know go for it. But right. I, I, I I just thought in that moment, I think you take the three, you go up twenty four ten. Twenty four ten, right. Yeah, you go up 24-10, and you get the ball to start the second half, right? Mm-hmm. So if you score mm-hmm. another touchdown, you're now up 31 to 10. Yeah. Right. So it right. went from up so it went from being potentially 31 to 10 to it's still 21 
to 10. Mm -hmm. And then you get the ball to start and you go three and out. So and I think Patrick after that, Mahomes play like shredded ass in the yeah, second half. Yeah, I think that, the that, moment that's not gonna go. Oh no! Oh no! No no! We we will we'll, we'll, respect. We gonna talk about Patrick Mahomes now. Yeah. But I thought. But I thought the moment they came out of the second half and that drive failed for the Chiefs, that was the moment I knew. Okay, this this is about to be a game because they yep. they had their moments. And yep. they just they messed up not once but twice. They messed up. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Um, yeah, Patrick Mahomes played like straight booty cheeks in that second half. And um I'm I you know, I don't pretend to um have the deep dive into what happened. I know this Bama I know this Bama looked shook. He looked like he was second guessing about what to do. Um, Andy yeah. Reid kind of took some accountability about the play calling, and 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 that's yeah. fine and dandy, and that's right. fine and dandy. Mm-hmm. But you're not about to tell me on the eye test that Patrick Mahomes looked a little flustered, and and it showed in his play. Yeah, I think it's okay to blame both of these guys. Um, yeah, because sure. because once once they went three man rush, where was the adjustments after that? I I saw no. I saw no adjustments whatsoever to the three-man rush that they, that the Bengals was giving them. And they just kept playing like, okay, we the Chiefs. We do this. This is what we do at home in the right. playoffs. They they, right. they just had that attitude. And, I, I, you know, there's been a debate about the last drive for the Chiefs before they tied it up to go into overtime. Um, I actually didn't mind wasting the clock there, even though it almost didn't work because, you know, we fumbled and almost mm-hmm. lost the ball and the game was going to end right there. But it's kind of like what the Bengals did to them in the regular season on the last drive for the Bengals, where I think they they took a couple penalties, they killed clock, and in their mind they was like, nah, we're not going to let Patrick Mahomes get the ball back. It was as if the Chiefs were saying in that drive, we're not going to let Joe Burrow get this ball back. So yeah. I didn't mind them doing what they did, and it almost failed on them. Um, but, you know, and, and just for the people that had the conversation about changing the overtime rules, hey, some defense was played in the overtime. That's what you do. There's another side of the ball, people. You can play defense and you can get your offense the ball back. And, and that's, what death, that's what happened. That's what happened. Stop being so, pussy, sudden death. You want to um, go back to Eric, the always. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, we talked about it briefly earlier in the show. Eric yep. Bieniemy, where where does his coaching? How much it is? First of all, how much of this blame does he take, and how does it affect his coaching stock? In your opinion? Um, and like I said, it's okay to blame both guys, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes. I think you have to put. Eric being me in the same conversation, because if you're the coordinator and you see what's happening out there, it's your job to adjust the game plan and, you know, kind of take what the defense is giving you. And I didn't even, see any of that. Even if Andy Reid, even if it's acknowledgeably true that Andy Reid is the play caller, because that's, uh, that's yeah. clear. With, yeah, well, that's clear he's the play caller. Is he? Yes. He said, though, I could have gave them better plays. Oh, That's okay. You're, you're basing it off yeah. of what he said. You're basing it off yeah. of what he said. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because the enemy does call plays. I don't want to. I'm sure he has some know. some certain responsibilities, but when it comes down to it, 
Because on the sideline, he's he's in the sheet and he's calling plays. Like I I physically see him do you this think, okay. when they show him shots. So that's it's why been, I was questioning. Been, that's why okay, I was questioning you there. Okay. Mm-hmm. What what's been said? What's been said? Not not just in this presser, but just in conversations. You know. Yeah. You know. Is that he is that Andy Reid is the primary play caller, and that's not to say that again. That's not to say that Eric Bieniemy calls no plays. It's right. just to say that maybe right. um, this. Uh, I, I guess my argument is is how mm-hmm. um, how is his stat how is his stock affected when Andy is out here visibly. I mean, obviously, you know, he's out here defending Bieniemy. No, right. That was you not play calling. Right. You would think that if the narrative is, is that Andy Reid is the primary play caller, that his stock, his being Eric Bieniemy, his stock is not affected. Um, not but, that much. I ain't going to say not affected at all, but right. certainly not to the level that people are talking about it in Twitter spaces. And sure, things sure. I've and, 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 and people to. are alluding to that, oh, man, they're going to now that people are now going to hold this performance against him getting a head coaching job this year. And I think it does put a little bit of debt into it because in my view, he does call the plays. I physically watch him on TV call plays. Now, if you're Andy Reid and you sit up there and you take responsibility, okay, that's what you're supposed to do. You're the head coach at the end of the day. If the enemy calls something, and Andy Reid kind of sees something different, it's on Andy Reid to say, hey, the buck stops with me. At the end of the day, I got to make the final call here. Uh, Eric, you're going to have to, you know, mix something else up. You're going to have to call something different. So, yeah, yeah, I think that his stock gets a dent in it a little bit. Um, But, you know, as I expected, people are going to use his performance as a reason for him to not be eligible for a head coaching job this summer. So, you know, yeah. I, 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 oh. I, I don't think it's right. Um, I don't, let me, let me take that back. I don't, right. I don't think that it's, I don't think it's right. I think it's justifiable. Um, but he, he should, should still, still get a be job. interviewed. Yeah. He still should be qualified for a head coaching job at some point, even if it's not this year, then nah, fuck that. He should get a job this year. I'm sorry. No, that one game does not dispel the three or four years of this offense doing what this offense doing with him being in control mm-hmm. or having some control. No, right. he should still get a job. He dropped the ball. This is a dent in his stock. He should right. still get a job. Okay. I don't I don't got a problem with that. But if he did have to wait another year, then I'm not gonna, you know, toss tables and, you know, do all that stuff. Um, but you know, for me, I just, I just got to say consistent. Cause if I'm upset about, um, who's, who's the Colts, uh, D coordinator, um, uh-huh. yeah, whoever, it, it, yeah. whoever that was, whoever that was, if I'm upset about that, then I, 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 I gotta stay consistent with what happened on Sunday with the chiefs. But um, I think the big difference is, is that one, you're talking about a regular season game that kept the Colts out the playoffs, and you're right. talking about a a a them that them being in the AFC Championship, and also having already having a chip, right? Facts. And are, Facts. And yeah, this mm-hmm. is yeah, this ain't the stare. This ain't the same thing. He should still have a job. He should have a job. He should have a job over that guy in Indianapolis who got the Chicago Chicago job. I think it was you said. Uh, no, it was the. Um... 
Um, where did he go? Yeah, I, I forget. Cause um, wherever he went, he shouldn't have a job over Eric yeah. Enemy, and that's just the facts of it. You're right. It was um, a Chicago job. It was a Chicago okay. job. You're right. You're right. Um, and I, I guess to put a button on this game, I, I think if I had to put a button on the game, uh, the Chiefs were complacent, and the Chiefs and the Bengals were hungry. And when you're hungry, you got to eat. So my closing point to this is that as a Ravens fan, I can no longer watch a Bengals Ravens game and say I have Justin Tucker and they don't because that kid Evan McPherson that dude is like on some kind of early like you know early career Tucker kind of level right now like he's kicking everything and everything is like money right now um they they got a kicker bro they got a kicker they they got Justin Tucker has competition at the kicker yeah. spot. <laughs> I mean, not that, you know, Boswell, you know, Boswell's good. I too, mean, and, and, and even but, the guy in Cleveland is, is pretty good. Mm-hmm. But Tucker is just, Tucker's just that dude for me. I mean, you're talking about 60 yeah, something yeah, yard field goals. You know what we I'm know saying? who the best kicker in the league is, but the city right. act like Evan McPherson and Boswell ain't on their heels. That's just not, you know, that's just yeah. not the truth. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, the NFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what so when they were down by 10 points, it was what it was 17-7 uh in the middle of the third quarter. Um I, I ain't I ain't gonna lie, bro. I I was ready for all of the uh Stanley Wilson references, even though they did reference Stanley Wilson. I don't know if, if for people that don't know. Uh, Stanley Wilson, that was the Bengals running back from the 88 uh, Bengals Super Bowl team that um, was sniffing, what was he, sniffing cocaine the night before the Super Bowl, and uh, the oh, coach decided I, that... Uh, I promise you, I don't know that story. <laughs> oh, really? Really? I yo, promise you, I, I do not okay, know that story. I'm okay. not going to cap. Okay, yo, um, so Stanley Wilson was the running back for the Bengals in 88. Um, when they were going up against the Niners in the Super what Bowl, to Icky, what happened to Icky Woods? God, Lee. Yeah, Icky, Icky was at the game. On yeah, Sunday. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Oh, for uh, real? Yeah, he was at the game on Sunday. Yeah, you, you know he I was there. Him, nah, but nah, I, I don't even know what Icky Woods looked like. I just remember Icky Woods in in in, in, in that time and the Icky Shuffle yeah, and yeah, he 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 too much, but you know he's you know he alive. Nah, that so. man. Yeah, and who am I? I nigga, you weigh how much you want to weigh, nigga. I ain't, that, ain't my, that ain't my call. That nigga no. lived his life. Nigga oldest, you know, that nigga ain't no young. He could be as fat yeah, as he, he want to be. He's still he's still doing the icky shuffle. He's still doing it. But, yeah. yeah, do your um, shit. Get your shit off. Yeah, but the, the story um, that people on Twitter was referencing about Stanley Wilson was that the night before that Super Bowl in 88, he was caught sniffing cocaine. And the coach had a tough decision to make about whether to play him in the Super Bowl or not. And I think at the last moment, um, he decided that he was a healthy scratch. And and people were saying that had he been in the game, they might have won that Super Bowl. I think that was Uh that was the Montana comeback. Montana. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So folks were complaining that had he not sniffed coke the night before. That they would have won that Super Bowl. <laughs> so, hey man, um, <laughs> all right. I, I think they should let him play. 
So he, yeah, he might have still been great. <laughs> you know, you never know. But, but yeah, but yeah, Rams and um, Niners. But yeah, I was I was ready for Niners and Bengals. Um, I, I was I was ready for that. And um, and then and then your boy Stafford uh, makes those plays and Cooper Cup. And and if I didn't make this clear last week. Um, I'm gonna make it clear right now, and I know it's a regular season award. It's not a playoff award. Cooper Cup is the league MVP. He's my league MVP. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna just mm-hmm. leave it at that. Okay. Yeah. No. This. I. I don't. I honestly forgot. I forgot an MVP conversation existed at this stage of the game. I ain't gonna lie. Sure. To you. Sure. Um, but but, but I'm, I'm, I'm not against it. I'm not against it. Yeah. I'm not against it. I'm not against last, it. I'm not against last it. week. Last week and then this week, yeah, bro. I mean, like he got Cooper. the triple crown, bro. He definitely got the triple crown. You yeah. Know? So who am yeah. I? Yeah, yeah. He, but I, but I, I made that confirmation for myself after the, the, the bomb that uh, Stafford threw to him to mm-hmm. uh, win the game last week. Win the game, so, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, so yeah, man. I, need the, um, I mean, you talking about the the get uh, Cooper Cup is that dude Matthew Stafford, obviously. We're yeah. not gonna sit here and act like uh Odell Beckham didn't make some clutch catches in one on one. Odell Beckham, uh yeah. Odell Beckham is still that dude, man. And I get that he's not the main option on that team. Right. Uh, um, especially with the year that Cooper Cup is have was having or is having. Um, mm-hmm. but to sit here and act like uh Odell Beckham hasn't made a um a big contribution to this team since he's been in Von Miller as well, but specifically Odell Beckham, because I'm thinking about those third down catches where they are forced to single mm-hmm. cover Odell Beckham, and he's just consistently winning uh, winning that battle against uh, Mosley or whoever whoever else was guarding him um, in that yeah. game. Yeah. Um, he's got he's got to be recognized. He's got to be recognized for what he is, and he's still – that dude, he's still a good wide receiver. He still has the potential to be a number one receiver on the right team, mm-hmm. and he should be acknowledged as that. That yeah. that was Cleveland fucking him up. That wasn't. Yeah, yeah, him. yeah. But but I, I came to that conclusion long before you know they got into the playoffs and stuff. Like yeah, you know him and Baker, they just it yeah. just didn't mesh. It, it just didn't fit well. So um, so but you're right, Odell Beckham. Um, is certainly balling too in these playoffs, um, and and that has to be noted and respected. And you know, for people that you know been slandering him since his giant days, um, y'all y'all gonna have to hush that now because you know this dude, he he is he is helping the Rams get to this point. And and let's be honest, bro, um, this path to the Super Bowl was it's on a silver platter. It's you know it can't get no better than that. I mean Dallas gets knocked out early. You beat the Bucks at you know in their place, and you don't have to go to Green Bay. And all you got to do is come home, win that one, and you're basically at the crib for the Super Bowl. Like that, it's it, it was all there for them. You know, once, you know once the divisional round wrapped up, it was all there for them. And, so and you know. Shout out to the 49ers who fought back. Debo Samuel Samuels is a grown ass man on that fucking football field, and he should be uh, honored for his contribution. Um, but this, the stars, 
the stars. I said it when uh, for the 49ers got the last drive and mm-hmm. the 49ers got the you know kickoff, whatever. And I'm like, the stars. And Aaron Donald get that pressure that puts Jimmy Garoppolo in that situation to have a throw. Aaron throw to try to avoid a sack. Mm-hmm. Um, and is that was that the right play, or do you take the sack in your opinion, Jimmy and Jimmy Garoppolo's in Jimmy Garoppolo's situation? Um, that's a tough one, but I would say that he he knew that his man was in that area. I I believe that's why he threw it the way he did because he knew his guy was in that area. Um, mm-hmm. So with that being said, I will lean more. I, I lean more so towards that. That was the right play because you take a sack, you're losing yardage and it's fourth down. And that's, that's not where you want to be with the game on the line. You at least right. want to give yourself a chance. Like it, I don't know what, I don't know what distance that was, but if it was third and six, um, I would like to keep it at fourth and sixth or shorter. Six, right. You, you, right. you know what I'm saying? So, right. um, yeah, it, it got intercepted, but it wasn't like he threw it right to the guy. I mean, it went right through his man's hands there. So. I mean, he threw it a little high. He threw it a little high. To a little, a little yeah, a little, a little high. Yeah. A little yeah. high. But, you well, know, I he, get was, you. I he get was you. trying to make a you play. Gotta, he was trying to make, to make something happen. Yeah. 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 I just that's, saw that's he was all. getting killed. And as a result, the Trey Lance era is going to start in 2022 for the 49ers. Yep. Yep. So, so it's Rams and Bengals, man. Uh, Rams and Bengals. Didn't see this one coming, bro. <laughs> I um, well, you. we got one, right? And I, and, and, <laughs> and if I'm being honest, I'm glad that the Rams are there, you know, being home with all with the halftime yep. show and all that going on. So yep. I'm glad it was the Rams that we were right about. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. I even I ain't gonna lie, man, because I I just like to be right about shit, man. But I said, I mean, the Bengals, man, they had a fucking shot. They had a better shot. They had a better shot to upset, and and then for all intents and purposes, mm-hmm. they upset. They yeah. did upset. Well, can we talk about that because we ran out of time last week, and we just kind of do our opinions. I don't want to run there. out of time this week, but go ahead. No, sure. But I, I wanted to explain why I thought the Niners had a better shot as a road team to upset the Rams over the Bengals. And for me, it was just simple. You know, that's a team that they know well. They're division rivals. They got six straight wins against them. Um, it's in not in their city, but it's in their same state where they had Niners fans like 60% capacity in there, right? Yeah. So it felt like it was going to be a home game for the Niners. So that's why I thought that they had a shot. And and really, I get their two different styles of teams. The Rams like to throw it a lot. The um, Niners like to run it a lot. But their style of play makes you fight. And I mean, and, and we've seen that proven over the years with this team, their style is going to make you get in a dog fight. And, you know, that's kind of what we got on Sunday, the Niners mm-hmm. for a moment there, they were doing their thing with the run game. Well, I don't want to say with the run game. They, they had a lead. They, they, they had a lead. Clear. They, they I, don't had a they lead. Had, I, I don't think they had 80 yards rushing in that game. I don't know what the numbers are in terms of the rushing yards, but their yards per carry was not that great at all. Like yeah, it was yeah, like no. maybe 
Yeah. They shut they, down the run game. Let's let me let me be yeah, clear yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. The Rams shut yeah. down the run game. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, agreed there. They, I mean, it might have been three yards a carry, but I think they rushed it like 20 times and Garoppolo had to throw it like 30 times. So, and, yeah. and that's probably they shut what that down. hurt. That's probably they, what no, got they shut chill. that shit down. Yeah, they, they shut that down. No. Well, well, I, but it's, but you got to give credit to the Rams. The Rams yep. shut their down the run game and put, hey, Jimmy, you won't have to win this game. You have to and win the game. Was, right, right. And, and he almost and we, did. We, he we almost did. did. He almost did. Mm. But, you know. Mm. It, 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 I don't know about almost did. Well, I, with, I, a ten point lead, with, with, with a 10-point lead. With a 10-point lead. Fight. Yeah, they were. They 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 were. It, it, it didn't it didn't go the way I thought it would. I thought the run game would dominate a little more than it did. But that that's part of why I thought they had a better shot over the Bengals beating the Chiefs. But obviously, getting back to that game for a second, um, Joe Burrow got sacked once. And he probably could have got sacked two, three more times, but Joe Burrow protected the offensive line from, you know, looking bad. So to me, I thought that that was one of the big differences in them getting the win over the Chiefs. Yeah, um, I, I guess to put I guess to put my bow on the Rams and the uh, 49ers, man, um, when it all comes down to it, when it all comes down to it, Mm-hmm. It's it's star it's stars against stars. I'm always on when it's time to make a play. The stars make plays, mm-hmm. and Aaron Aaron Donald, o, Odell Beckham, Matthew Stafford, who was brought to the team for this reason, mm-hmm. uh, Cooper Cup, who is uh, say what you want, he's a star. League MVP, bro. That's my league MVP yeah, right there. Um, and those and those are the dudes that we're talking about who made the plays. Um, it's, uh, it's disheartening to see Debo Samuels, you know, he put it, he left it all on the field. Um, um, but you know, you ain't got those, you ain't got those caliber stars. You ain't got them caliber caliber stars on on your side, on your team, bro. The Rams got stars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's funny. It's funny you say that because, um, I just happened to be in a Twitter space the other day and, um, it was a group of us comparing the Rams and the 49ers and their stars and stuff. And I made the point that the Rams are the better team on paper. They got yeah. the more, they got the more stars, right? So yeah. someone, someone said, someone said, well, wait a minute. They're, you think they're that much better on paper? I said, yeah. And then he started racking off Debo Samuel, Nick Bosa, <laughs> um, George Kittle, uh, Trent Williams. I don't want to. I don't want to forget Trent Williams because mm-hmm. he did. He did play a good game against Green Bay last week. So, um, but still, and I'm like, okay, you can give me those names, and then, but I'm going and, and then, and and not to cut you off, but mm-hmm. Debo Samuels is a grown man. I'll put him in that con- in that star conversation, even though his you know popularity ain't necessarily high yet. Right, but I'll put him in that conversation. Um, George Kittle, obviously, I put in that yep. conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Nick Bosa is a good pass rush. I think he's a quality player. I don't know if he's a star yet. Okay, okay, but but his name is recognizable, and he do, and he does make plays. Uh, okay, I I I don't want to stretch. I don't want to. You know, no, sure, it, sure. It, that doesn't mean you're a star, though. That's that's not what I was trying to get at. Yeah, 
You can you yeah. can you can have you can have the name and you can be productive. It doesn't mean you're a star. And so. that's the same. And I feel the same way about Slim and, and with the child, Joey Bosa. I feel the mm. same way about him. Like these are great pass rushers, good defensive players. I don't know that they're stars yet. Sure, sure. I can understand that. But yeah, but homie in the in the Twitter space was clearly wrong about that. It's like, bro, if I, I, I for every name you give me on the Niners, I'm gonna give you Odell Beckham, I'm gonna give you Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd. Von Miller, like uh, Jalen Ramsey, like, like, come on, like, this is the, yeah. like, they talked about the Showtime Lakers in the 80s. This is the Showtime Rams, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, this, you know, this is what they got all these players for. They don't have another first round draft pick till 2025, I think. This right. is what they're, right. they're making right. moves like they're the Lakers. This moment. Yeah. They better, they, they, they it, but like we said, Super, it, it, it is definitely Super Bowl or bust for them. So we mm-hmm. here we are. Yep, here yep. we are. Yep, absolutely, bro. Um, you you got anything else, man? I do not, man. All right, bro. So that so I I feel much better at the end of the show. You know, after talking about all the stuff in the beginning with all that, and, and there'll be some more stuff I'm sure to come out of it. But man, it felt good to talk about some football for a change, bro. Like some actual games. <laughs> And not the nonsense. Fuck the NFL owners. Fuck all yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. Because you don't give a fuck. Because you don't give a yeah. fuck about my people Big being facts. represented in a game that we patronize. Fuck y'all. Big facts. And and for the record, I hope <clears throat> I hope Dre and Snoop and them do something or say or say something. Do something. Yeah. That's the hope. Yeah. That's the hope. It doesn't mean that, that it's going to happen. It doesn't mean, you know, they'll do it. They won't. I just have a hope that they do something or say something. Oh, you that's could, that's all really we could do. Means something. Right. That's all we could do. Yep. Yep. Uh, shout out to Michael Bella in the chat room, in the Facebook Put live up. chat. Uh, appreciate everybody tuning in. You can catch this episode on all of our streaming platforms. And also, don't forget, we got the Facebook page. We got the YouTube channel. We're also on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. And we're also on Twitter at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. And if you got questions or comments, you want to email us. The email is barbershopsportstalk1 at gmail.com. So uh, that's it. Next week, we're going to be talking Super Bowl, bro. Can't wait for that. Yeah. No, yeah. No. All right, fam. Y'all have a good week. We'll be back next week. Peace. Peace.